0: Welcome to the podcast, Manna, biblical teaching aimed to enlighten, strengthen, and produce a bold, Christ centered generation with Tony Wheeler Jr. Good day, everybody. I don't know what time frame you're in, but hey, good morning, good evening. Good afternoon, because it is one of those days that God created, and we should be so excited about it that we let the world know. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the podcast, Manna. I am your host, Tony Wheeler Jr., and you are are invited to listen a few more minutes into what God has for us today. Hey, have you ever been in a position where you just did not have enough patience, enough gall to deal with the person and you gave in to their foolery? I mean you went on to let them have it right you told them off you was like this is it i'm done with you i just gotta go in and let you know how i really feel and some of us will even resort to uh a fist fight or two (laughs) however that ends up i want to encourage you that as christians There is a tool that we have to help us work through this, right? And this tool also help us understand uh, uh, what level we are working on in Christ Jesus. Yo, because you know what? I I think it's important. I I think it's important that we understand what we are working with and how how to use these different tools in the kingdom. Because, I mean... There's been so many times where I'm like, man, I want to give that person a piece of my mind, and I will either do it or refrain. But I tell you one thing: the one time that I refrain lets me know that there is a change in me, and that I am working on something. Rather, I'm allowing. The Spirit of God to lead and guide me. Are you allowing the Spirit of God to lead and guide you today? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out because James. Chapter one, verse two tells us all about it. And we understand that James is a brother of Jesus. He was one that didn't believe right off the back that Jesus was the Christ, but later on became one of the forerunners. And so he has some really important things to say to us. And one little snippet he shares with us in verse two, uh, he says, consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, when you experience various trials. Now, you may have heard it in the King James Version where it says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. But what was James really telling us, y'all? I mean, I was looking at this and I was like, James is telling us something important because if it wasn't, then it wouldn't be there, right? It would not be there. But what I love is that he he calls for everyone's attention. You know, you might see brethren and in and in the Christian Standard Bible. You'll see my brothers and sisters. So it wasn't just a a particular section of the church, like you know, the evangelists or the missionaries, the youth pastors or the children's ministry. James was talking to the church at large, not just um, the ones he was writing that letter to at that moment, but right now, today, and the future. He's telling us to consider it a great joy whenever we experience trials. Oh, man. Uh, and why should we consider this? Because he says, if you consider it, if you look at it, if you receive it as a uh, uh, um, a great joy, then it is a sign of maturity. Joy is, is what he's saying is a state of mind and not an immediate temporal feeling, you know, the little tingly feeling you get real quick because you're happy, you're excited about something, you're getting ready to go see someone, you're getting ready to go on a trip or uh, you're getting ready to eat at your favorite restaurant. That's happiness. That isn't quite joy. And so what James is saying is that there is a joy that is given by God and sustains us in those dark, heavy, irrational times when people surrounded uh, around you that are pointing you out, that are trying to put mud on your name, those that are are just out to get you, uh, situations that are in place that are trying to swallow you. He says when these things happen, he says that joy should be considered in this moment. (laughs) And then, and then even in the, in the King James version, he says, count it all joy. You know what I mean? Count it all joy. Count it as a position of joy when you're able to to go through these things when you when you fall amongst these things because it is a sign of maturity when when joy kicks in y'all maturity has set precedence in your life <laughs> when you can walk away from a situation or get through a situation when you have people blabbing at you on every side and having secret conversations about you That's when you know that maturity has taken place and you can have joy and satisfaction in that moment that you didn't fall into the okey oak, that you didn't say something back to them that you didn't you didn't fall into that diverse temptation of speaking out and saying something wild that will cause the kingdom of God to be looked at different See, because this is that moment where you like, oh, man, I'm so glad that the cat got my tongue. <laughs> and, and and in our case, I'm so glad that I have yielded my life to the leading of the Holy Spirit so that I won't fall into this craziness. I mean, just think about it. Hey, Have you ever been in that situation? I know I have. Have you ever been in that? And in fact, y'all, I, I'm faced with this situation every day in my own occupation, right? Because there are times where you like, you know, I really want to just tell you a piece of my mind, but I'm just going to be respectful. But that's how we know that I am maturing. That's how we know that you are maturing because you are... Keeping that stuff bottled up and allowing the Holy Spirit to deal with it, to sort it out. Because you know what, you know, you just kind of go to the corner and say, you know what, God, you gonna have to do. You gonna have to deal with them today because I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And and you know what? You'd be like, I'm so glad that I'm saved by grace because I'm saved by grace. I pray that God grants them grace and have them to just shut their mouth. (laughs) See, those those are signs of maturity. Those are signs of maturity. Those are signs that you are moving in different levels in God where you are now in in, in uh, the mode of submission to him to where he is now taking over your life that's that, that's that's where we want to be where God is fully functioning we are taking the back seat to him and we are saying God I want your joy to be present. I want your pleasantry to be here. And see, the thing is, even with that song. Uh, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. That's because this joy that we have is from a different source. It's it's from the the throne of God. It is from heaven itself. And, and see, just like the Statue of Liberty, the Statue of Liberty doesn't uh, get power from New York itself, but it gets power from New Jersey. So if there is an ever, if there ever is a power outage in New York see New Jersey still has this power and and the Statue of Li- Liberty can yet illuminate the skies and the ports <laughs> so are you are you going to allow uh, this this happiness this temporary thing uh, to continue to feed your spirit? To where you are immature and you continue to fail, or are you going to uh, submit to God and receive this joy and exude this maturity in a, in a life that would in a life uh, filled with people who would like to tear you down and see you fail? I don't think so, today, family. I I, I think that we would like to take on this joy. Because we understand that joy is a result of maturity in God. I challenge you today, y'all. Look at your different situations today and choose joy. Choose maturity. Y'all already know when we grow, we glow. Together, let's watch the kingdom of God swell.